Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Up next, Out Loud with John O'Caldwell, part of the Gingrich 360 Network. As Democrats continue to embrace an increasingly radical agenda, there's only one man, I said only one man, who can save the left from itself. But whether liberals heed his warnings or continue their descent into woke madness remains an open question. This is Out Loud with Gianno Caldwell. Welcome back to Out Loud with Gianno Caldwell. I've got an amazing show for you guys this week that's a little different than usual. I'm going solo this episode because I really want to focus on someone who I concluded is the only person who can save the left from completely and perhaps irreversibly going off the rails into wokeness and progressiveness. But before I tell you who it is, I want to play for you a clip of him earlier this month pointing liberals to something they need to be made more aware of. They have a bad case of progressophobia. That's the phrase coined by Steven Pinker to describe a brain disorder that strikes liberals and makes them incapable of recognizing progress. It's like situational blindness, only what you can't see is that your dorm in 2021 is better than the South before the Civil War. If you think America is more racist now than ever, more sexist than before women could vote, and more homophobic than when blowjobs were a felony, you have progressophobia and should adjust your mask because it's covering your eyes. I'm sure some of you recognize that voice and you're like, that cannot be who I think it is. It actually is. That was none other than liberal comedian. I said liberal comedian. Bill Maher giving a monologue on his HBO talk show. You know, it's it's interesting to me because I've been watching Bill Maher fairly closely these last several months, and I happen to find myself agreeing with a number of things that he's been saying. Now, that doesn't mean I agree with everything that he says because I think he's still wrong on a number of issues. But what I can appreciate 
is his consistency and willingness to call out his side when he believes they're going in the wrong direction. Now, I'll tell you, I had an opportunity to meet Bill Maher. I was actually uh, called by uh, someone that you all may know, some of you may love, some of you may not love her. But Ann Coulter called me up one day while I was in L.A. at my home, and she said, hey, Bill says that he's available for dinner on Friday at the Polo Lounge. And I immediately said, Bill who? And she said, Bill Maher. He can come um, have dinner with us after his show. So, man, that's interesting. I've you know, obviously seen Bill Maher on television. I'm interested in his point of view, and I was more so uh, looking forward to a robust conversation, a debate, if you will, to talk of politics, culture, and see where he's coming from beyond the TV screen because some people are totally different than they are on television. And I found Bill Maher to be a very reasonable guy on a number of issues. So I was kind of surprised by that, especially considering how polarizing he's seen to be. And he sometimes makes some really, uh, <laughs> I mean, to, to put it lightly, some wrong predictions on things. He talked about Russiagate as an example of something that Trump colluded with Russia and later admitted that it was wrong. He, he called it erroneous reporting. So he's made some statements. He's talked about faith in a negative way, and we're talking about uh, anybody believing because he's an atheist. But then on some of these political issues, I find him to be, in some cases, correct. You know, it's, it's interesting that he talked about the progressive phobia. He talked about, you know, talking about race and how people feel as though we've not made any progress to a more perfect union, which I think that is a lie. The notion that America has made no progress towards a more perfect union is absurd. It's a false narrative. And just to just to give you a little bit of a, a fact right here, according to Pew Research Center, 17 percent of all U.S. newlyweds had a spouse of a different race or an ethnicity in 2015 compared to just three percent in 1967. You can talk about the fact that being accused of racism is a social death sentence these days. Or rather, I mean, let, let's be clear, maybe being accused of racism on the right is a is a death sentence because people like Senator Whitehouse, who we recently discovered belongs to a whites only club is what the reporting said. He belongs to a white only club and it's been reported and I've not seen any condemnation from the Democratic Party. I've not seen anything from the White House. You talk about Hunter Biden. I mean, he's been accused of racism, and rightfully so. You see him, and I've talked about it on this episode, on an episode of this podcast before, if you haven't listened to it, about Hunter Biden, take a listen. He, N-word, 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 Hennessy rates N-words is what, is what he told his attorney. He used the actual N-word over text message. It has been reported. No condemnation from the Democratic Party. No statement from the White House. Meanwhile, Hunter Biden himself now has the ability to sell art pieces for 50,000 or hundreds of thousands of dollars since that incident has occurred. If it was a Republican, I don't have to tell you what, what it would be at this point. I think you already know that we, I got a very, a bunch of very smart people listening to me right now. So you understand that, but it's not even about that your side or my side per se. It's not about that in the sense that right should be right and wrong should be wrong. And that's why I can appreciate the sentiment from Bill Maher. We got a black vice president, y'all. We had a former president that was African-American. A number of counties supported Barack Obama. 
a lot of people were inspired by Barack Obama. Even Republicans have admitted that. We have made tremendous progress in this country. That doesn't mean we're done. I think there are some issues that need to be taken care of. I'm talking about police reform. I think that's an issue. And we just found out that Tim Scott has come to a deal with some Democrats for bipartisan framework for police reform. So we're not done by no measure. But to say that things are so bad and they're so just out of control is a lie. And I think we need to just admit that to ourselves. We made a lot of progress. There's more work to be done, but we made a lot of progress. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. You know, I think to reasons why the Democratic Party would continue to push this, the, the, the notion that things are so bad. And I think it's, it's, it's important for us all to understand the why of it. I think back when I was growing up and I was on the south side of Chicago and we would see the politicians that were coming to our neighborhoods on a pretty uh, uh, inconsistent basis. So when I say that, I'm talking about the only time you really saw them was around election time. 
And they make all these promises. They would make all these promises how they're going to fix this, fix that, do this, just give them a chance, reelect them, whatever the case. And you look around, nothing gets done. You don't see them again into the next election. And when people, they go at them, and I'm talking about the constituents in the neighborhood who will challenge them and say, well, you said this was going to happen and it didn't happen. What would they do? They would blame racism on their own party, (laughs) mind you. (laughs) They would say the politicians, which were the senior Democrats, uh, were white, that were in the areas of downtown and the north side, which is areas where you mostly see white residents or, or, or constituents. They would say they're giving them all the resources. They don't care about us. They're racist people. These white politicians. And then you look and you say, man, y'all belong to the same party. You're comfortable being in the party with these racist people who seemingly don't keep their promises and are withholding resources from your community. Yeah, that's what they would say. And you know what? The truth of the matter is, especially on a national level, they keep the lie going. And I can call it the big lie, if you will, because they want to lock in a permanent base of voters. They're called African-Americans who they know are people who care a lot about racism because we've experienced these policies of racism. We've experienced what the Democrats done in terms of Jim Crow. We've seen that. We've seen slavery. We've seen even uh, uh, Dodd-Frank, something passed under the Obama administration, which uh, really put the same standards of these major banks like J.P. Morgan Chase, Bank of America, on small community banks that were black-owned, ran them out of business. They couldn't afford to keep up. So now we have less black banks. We're talking about banks in which African-Americans, who may not have had the best credit profile, they might not have had it. Those banks were more willing to lend than the J.P. Morgan Chase and the Banks of America. They were much more willing. This is what democratic policies policies have done to the African-American community. And they keep up the narrative of racism, which does exist. I'm not saying that it doesn't exist. I don't want anybody to misunderstand me here. It does exist. But they need to get things set straight in their own house before they do anything. But it's not just the politicians. Mara even goes after fellow comedian Kevin Hart, who is arguably the biggest star in the business. There is a recurrent theme on the far left that things have never been worse. Kevin Hart expressed a view many hold when he told the New York Times, you're witnessing white power and white privilege at an all-time high. This is one of the big problems with wokeness, that what you say doesn't have to make sense or jibe with the facts or ever be challenged lest the challenge itself be conflated with racism. But saying white power and privilege is at an all-time high is just ridiculous. Higher than a century ago, the year of the Tulsa race massacre? Higher than the years when the KKK rode unchecked and Jim Crow went unchallenged? Higher than the 1960s when the Supremes and Willie Mays still couldn't stay in the same hotel as the white people they were working with? Higher than during slavery? And I mean actual slavery, not Prince doesn't like his record contract slavery. (laughs) Racism is still unfortunately still with us. We have the footage in policing, housing, job discrimination, segregated schools, wealth inequality. The legacy of injustice sadly lives on and demands remedial action. I understand, as best I can, how racism 
singes a person's soul so much that they might see it everywhere. But seeing clearly is necessary for actually fixing problems. And clearly, racism is simply no longer everywhere. It's not in my home, and it probably isn't in yours, if I read my audience right, and I think I do. For most of the country, the most unhip thing you could ever be today is a racist. Even Derek Chauvin was not backed up by his fellow officers, and that never used to happen. The low point of race relations wasn't Kim Kardashian wearing cornrows, <laughs> even though it happened on Snapchat and George Wallace standing in a doorway didn't. Because here's the thing, kids. There actually was a world before you got here. Again, I'm pretty sure you're scratching your head saying, Bill Maher said that? Yes, folks, Bill Maher said that. I'm sure a lot of you are shocked. And I'm going to be honest, I've been shocked. I've been watching on a weekly basis. I've been seeing some of the things that he's been saying. I mean, attacking a fellow comedian, uh, someone who, you know, arguably is the most successful comedian in the business. Kevin Hart is everywhere. And it's so shocking with as much success as um, Kevin Hart has gained for him to say that white supremacy is at an all time high. Now, this isn't a defense of white supremacists because they exist. I want to be clear about that. But you and I damn well know that that cannot be true. Bruh, you're in every movie. <laughs> this guy is in every movie. He's directing. He's producing. They're throwing money at him. If white supremacy was at an all-time high, you could not be in a position to even make that comment with it actually getting a response. Come on, Kevin Hart. Come on, bruh. Do better. Don't jump on the woke bag wagons because it seems to be a lot of media light there. Let's speak truth. We can be consistent in our values. We can tell the truth because there's enough messed up stuff going on out here that you can be honest and consistent. And you can say, man, you know, things uh, may not be exactly how I would want to see him. I think there's a lot of progress to be made, but certainly there's been a lot of progress had. Remember Jada Pickett-Smith when she said Hollywood all white? I don't know if y'all remember that Jada Pickett-Smith. Her husband is Will Smith. She said, you know, everybody who's winning an award is all white. Hollywood is all white. Where's the, the, the black actress and the actors? And, and this thing really, really moved. It became a trending topic, I think, on Twitter, but certainly on social media. Everyone was talking about it. It was all a buzz. Now you see in these awards show, you see all these black actors that are winning awards, directors, producers, et cetera, et cetera. And Kevin Hart is one of those people. So how could you say white supremacy is at an all-time high? What sense does that make? This is where we are now in our country. Whatever makes the, 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 is going to make the most noise gets the most attention. Saying white supremacy is at an all-time high gets the most attention. It's going to get the most headlines. That's what people are doing these days. It's not based in truth. It's not factual. And the left needs to hear Bill Maher's message. They need to hear it. Now, this wasn't Bill Maher's first time attacking his own side. Back in April, he sounded an awful lot like a conservative while discussing COVID, the media, and the left's irrational alarmist approach to the pandemic. Don't spin me when it comes to my health. Over the past year, the COVID pandemic has prompted the medical establishment, the media, and the government to take a scared straight approach to getting the public to comply with their recommendations. Well, I'm from a different school. Give it to me straight, Doc. 
Because in the long run, that always works better than you can't handle the truth. Um, now, I get it. Doctors tell people lies because they don't trust you to finish the antibiotics after your dick starts feeling better. And media? Well, I think we all know if it bleeds, it leads. The more they can... The more they can get you to stay inside and watch their panic porn, the higher the ratings. Researchers at Dartmouth built a database recently monitoring the COVID coverage of the major news outlets across the world and found that while other countries mix the good news in with the bad, the U.S. national media reported almost 90% bad news. <clears throat> Even as things were getting better, the reporting remained negative. Trust in traditional media has declined to an all-time low, and many news professionals are determined to do something about it. Right, they're not. <laughs> they're really not. They're really not. Now, I'll tell you, by the numbers, for the first time ever, fewer than half of all Americans um, have trust in traditional media, according to some data that came out. 56% of Americans agree with the statement that journalists and reporters are purposely trying to mislead people by saying things they know are false or gross exaggerations. 56% of Americans. I didn't say 56% of Republicans. I said 56% of Americans believe the journalists and reporters are lying to us. This was in 2021, January 2021. This came out in Axios. This wasn't in a right-wing blog. This came out in Axios. 58% of Americans think that most news organizations are more concerned with supporting an ideology or political position than with informing the public. 58% feel this way. Now, if you don't believe there's been media malpractice when it comes to COVID and just about any other issue, let's go back to Hunter Biden and the N-word. If it were someone else, now we, let's let's not even say if it was Don Jr., Donald Trump Jr., or a Republican. Forget that. Don't even don't even think about that. Let's let's not even talk about the political parties and how it would have impacted them. If it was a 16 year old girl, New New York Times, I believe it was the New York Times did a piece on a 16 year old who used the N word profusely, and they reported on her, and she lost all kind of uh, college opportunities. You can mention anybody, just a regular person. Be the manager at Hooters. Now, I did use the word Hooters. I actually enjoy their chicken wings. I had some yesterday. I usually get the chicken wings, curly fries, barbecue sauce, hot on the side, and breaded. So I, I enjoy the food. The food. The food. <laughs> but let's, let's just imagine if it was Hooters for a second. If the manager of Hooters sent text messages like Hunter Biden and someone saw that, it would have... One, likely made the local news. Two, probably became a national story. Three, he would have been fired the same day. And everyone would be talking about how bad racism is in America. The president of the United States, his son, Hunter Biden, did the N-word, said the N-word profusely, unchecked. No condemnation. 
So no media holding him to account. I mean, there were some outlets that reported it. Fox News reported it. Um, I think The Hill might have did something on it. There was a New York Post did something on it. I know that for sure. There were some outlets, but we're talking about the range of New York, New York Times. I didn't see anything in it still to this day. Haven't seen anything about it. Not seen anything in the Washington Post. Not seen anything in these major publications that oftentimes talk about these issues. It's media malpractice at an all-time high. And we see people do not trust the media anymore. And for good reason. And for absolute good reason. Now, there's some good news organizations out there. There are some great journalists out there that do their job without fear or favor to any political party. They just do their job. And we respect those folks and our hats goes off to them. But I'll tell you, there needs to be more of this truth telling. And I'm liking what Bill Maher is saying. Let's roll that next clip. And politicians, they lie because it's their nature to cover their ass. They don't get blamed if things goes badly and also to keep in practice. (laughs) But when all of our sources for medical information have an agenda to spin us, yeah, you wind up with a badly misinformed population, including on the left. Liberals often mock the Republican misinformation bubble, which of course is very real. Ask anyone who works at Hillary's pizza parlor. (laughs) And we do know conservatives have some loopy ideas about COVID, like the third of Republicans who believe it couldn't be spread by someone showing no symptoms. But what about liberals? You know, the high information by the science people? In a recent Gallup survey, Democrats did much worse than Republicans in getting the right answer to the fundamental question, what are the chances that someone who gets COVID will need to be hospitalized? The answer is between one and 5%. 41% of Democrats thought it was over 50%. Another 28% put the chances at 20 to 49. So almost 70% of Democrats are wildly off on this key question and also have a greatly exaggerated view of the danger of COVID-2 and the mortality rate among children. All of which explains why today the states with the highest share of schools that are still closed are all blue states. So if the right-wing media bubble has to own things like climate change denial, shouldn't liberal media have to answer for, how did your audience wind up believing such a bunch of crap about COVID? (laughs) A, A new report in The Atlantic says the media won't stop putting pictures of the beach on stories about COVID, even though it's looking increasingly like the beach is the best place to avoid it. Sunlight is the best disinfected and vitamin D is the key to a robust immune system. Texas lifted its COVID restrictions recently and their infection rates went down in part because of people getting outside. Bill Maher is saying, hey, liberals, why aren't you following the science? The same thing conservatives have been saying since the start of the pandemic. If you look at the numbers, if you look at folks like like, uh, Ron DeSantis, who clearly followed the science in this state, if you look at people like Gavin Newsom, and let's be honest, folks, I want to tell you, I lived in Los Angeles since 2017. Last year, in uh, May, I couldn't do it anymore. 
I could not be locked in my house. I was locked in the house for two months. Couldn't go anywhere. I lived in this really fancy building downtown L.A. I couldn't use any of the amenities. I couldn't go to the pool, and I'm not trying to say that I'm so good. But yeah, it was a great building. I worked hard. I'm glad to have lived in that building, but I couldn't use anything. Paying the same amount of rent, all of this other stuff, and you couldn't use anything. And Gavin Newsom and the politicians there seemingly didn't have it figured out because they didn't. And it took me all of a week to figure out, maybe I should move to a place where there's freedom. That was was after two months trying to see what was going on with COVID. I said, man, you know what? Florida's open. Miami's open. And it took me two weeks to move there where people seemingly abided by the science. They followed the rules. And then we saw the distinction between places like California and Florida, where California, a very large state, Florida, a very large state, you saw California completely shut down, Florida open. What was the difference? The numbers of COVID infections through the roof in California and not so much in Florida. An open state. Think about that for a minute. An open state, less infections. There was one group that followed the science and the other one didn't and jeopardized their population even more. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Bill Maher, he shocked people when he defended Republican Governor Ron DeSantis from the attacks of the media and the Democratic Party. And I want you to listen very closely to this next clip, which he makes almost exactly my point. Should let the sun and wind do their thing. (laughs) But, But to many liberals, that can't be right. 
because Texas and beach-loving Florida have Republican governors. But life is complicated. I've read that the governor of Florida reads. I, I know we like to think of Florida as only middle school teachers on bath salts having sex with their students in front of an alligator. But apparently the governor is also a voracious consumer of the scientific literature. And maybe that's why he protected his most vulnerable population, the elderly, way better than did the governor of New York. Those are just facts. I know it's irresponsible of me to say them. Look. Here's what I'm saying. I don't want politics mixed in with my medical decisions. And now that everything is politics, that's all we do. If their side says COVID is nothing, our side has to say it's everything. Trump said it would go away like a miracle. And we said it was World War Z. Trump said we should ingest household disinfectants, and we laughed, as we should, of course. And then it turned out 19% of America was literally drenching the fruit in Clorox. And now, of course, we find out that all that paranoia about surfaces was bullshit anyway. I knew that I needed to do an episode on Bill Maher because I don't know, at some point, I'm sure he's going to go extremely left and wrong. So, <laughs> so we'll get the good out of him while we, while we can. This is stating the hypocrisy of those who are supposed to be the party of science. Remember that? Democrats are supposed to be the party of science. Republicans are supposed to be the loony tombs. They're supposed to be out of the loony bin. Don't believe anything with regards to science. That's been a working narrative. That's the idea that people have capitulated to in the media and in political parties. That's been what has been said, but then we find out that the one that they crowned king, you're talking about a New York Times bestseller, you're talking about governor of New York State. Y'all know who I'm talking about? Andrew Cuomo. He was the one that wasn't following the science. And he wrote a book about how he saved New Yorkers lives. <laughs> like, who does this? <laughs> who does this and get away with it? Apparently, some folks... In particular, political parties, they do. That seems to be the case. Again, Marr is a staunch liberal, but he recognizes and is unafraid to call out the excesses of wokeness. Marr made other comments that I won't even play for you. I'll just read them to you. He talked about free college. He said that I know that free college is a left-wing thing, but is it really liberal for someone who doesn't go to college and makes less money to pay for people who do go and make more? Especially since colleges have turned into giant luxury daycare centers with overpaid babysitters anxious to indulge in every student whim. And let's not forget about the fact that, that those were his comments, and I agree with that. But let's not forget about the fact that college has increased in value, and it seems to be that the degree doesn't mean as much as it used to. And also this pushing of this this elitist narrative that you have to go to college in order to be successful. Mind you, I went to college. I have a BS in psychology. Great. But at the same time, 
those who choose to go to trade schools, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with someone who wishes to just go to high school and then go take on a trade. That's absolutely fine. You can be incredibly successful. You can be a multimillionaire. You can even be a billionaire. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. It's about following your passion and doing what's best for you. So I can appreciate and applaud him for going after the left. People like Bernie Sanders who have been using this mantra. We got to pay. <laughs> and let's be clear about it. Joe Biden has made the progressive stance on free college his own during the election. He's talked about that. But now that he's in office, you've not seen anything about any free college. He's like, oh, let them come up with their own bill. And he's really biding his time because he realizes that at some point soon enough, the Republicans are going to take over the House. He's not going to get much of any of his policies passed. And then he's going to say, hey, I was all for it. It was the Republicans that came and stepped in the way and we weren't able to pass anything. Right. How condign of him to say that it's all the Republicans fault. That's what they do. Just like his old boss is all the Republicans fault. And I'm talking about, of course, Barack Obama. You may wonder why Marr has taken such a turn against his party in the media. Here's one answer. He's staunchly politically incorrect. Indeed, in an interview, which I encourage you all to see, he had an interview with Jordan Peterson. Now, if you don't know Jordan Peterson, really smart guy out of Canada. He's uh, grown a very, very large following uh, because he was so against political correctness. Now, in a conversation with Bill Maher, Bill Maher said political correctness is the um, elevation of sensitivity over truth. The elevation of sensitivity over truth. We can be sensitive. We can be racially sensitive, but we also have to be honest. We shouldn't be in a position where we're just lying about things. Just tell the truth. Just like Kevin Hart. Oh, white supremacy is at an all-time high. Really? Really? Is it all-time high? Okay. So, again, the elevation of sensitivity over truth. I really hope the left is listening. And I know that some of you all who are listening to this podcast, you're Democrats. I know. I get your messages. I get your you know, your Instagram DMs, I get the, you know, the, the Twitter, even some emails people send. I know that. And I respect you just as much. But you got to understand that the people on your side, in a lot of cases, seemingly are lying to you. They're lying. Now, I'll be honest, too. There's some Republicans that lie. That's, I'm not going to I'm not going to uh, defend any of that because it happens on both sides. But there seems to be one side that is really pushing outrageous narratives. And that's why somebody who's as liberal as Bill Maher is speaking out against it and passionately so. And to me, he seems to be the only major voice on the left that still believes in common sense on multiple issues, even in the face of cancel culture, which he rightly views as ridiculous and stupid. Now, I'm going to tell you, because I'm wrapping up the show right now, we're at a place and a time in this country where we must be more about truth than the narrative of the moment, than the narrative of the moment. We have to be honest. We have to be honest. And that goes for both sides, because Republicans, in some cases, are pushing lies, too. Um, and I'm going to tell you. You know, especially, and this may anger some people, but I think about what happened with the Capitol uh, on January 6th. Now, I know there's been various viewpoints on this particular issue. 
I remember when I got the news, I was actually in Brazil uh, with my then girlfriend and we were on a, a ferry going somewhere and I got a message saying the capital has been attacked. And I'm like, what? It didn't make any sense. I'm like, what capital? Because it obviously and clearly couldn't be the U.S. capital. Now, I want you to take a moment and just think. For those who may be Trump supporters, they're, you know, staunch conservatives, and I thank you for joining me, and I thank you for listening on a consistent basis, and the numbers look great, and I appreciate your listenership, and I encourage you to continue to listen. But I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to give you my point of view from uh, my lens, and and I, I will be honest. So take it for what it is. Just imagine this was January 2016, and... The House and Senate was certifying an election for Trump's win. If Black Lives Matter and Atifa stormed the Capitol and they were really disrupting the process, I don't care what what the situation may be. You storm the Capitol, you go into a building that you're not supposed to be in at that particular time. And I get it. It's the people's capital. But the people's business is going on at the same time. If Black Lives Matter and Atifa did that, what would we be calling them? We would be calling them domestic terrorists because that's what they did, violated the law. And rightfully so. Black Lives Matter and members of Black Lives Matter and Atifa burned courthouses down to the ground, rioting, looting, co committing all kind of criminal acts. We saw that. We saw peaceful protests and then we saw others who took advantage of a, of a very sensitive moment. What do we call those people? We call them criminals because that's what they were. I don't care how you, you know, what the moment is. It gives you no right to go violate someone's business or property, no matter what the situation is. And those people should be held to account. Um, and certainly we've not really seen that with a lot of these county prosecutors or prosecutors in general who have been dropping cases um, like flies on honey. Just they're just dropping cases left and right uh, against the folks who really went and destroyed property over a billion or billions of dollars in damage. Now, if we can call folks on that side criminals, if we can say if they would have gone into the Capitol, they would be domestic terrorists, we have to be consistent. The Trump supporters that went into the Capitol on January 6th, they violated the law. It was a domestic terrorist act, in my view. I've said it on air, um, and I get pushback. I understand. But I'm going to be honest about it because that's exactly what we would say about the other side. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Outlaw with Gianno Caldwell. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review and rate us with five stars on Apple Podcasts. If you have any questions for me, please email me at outloud at gingerstreet60.com and I'll try to answer them in our future episodes. And please sign up for my monthly newsletter at gingerstreet60.com slash outloud. You can also find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Parlor at Gianno Caldwell. And if you're interested in learning more about my story, please pick up a copy of my best-selling book titled Taken for Granted, How Conservatism Can Win Back the Americans That Liberalism Failed. Special thanks to our producer John Cassiel, researcher Aaron Klingman, and executive producer Debbie Myers, and of course the great speaker, Newt Gingrich, all part of the Gingrich 360 Network. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. 
And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.